Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. June's Journey is a fascinating hidden object mystery gaming app where you'll play as June Parker, tasked with a daunting obligation, solve your sister's murder. Set in the 1920s, the era of glitz and glam, this family mystery is one for the ages. Everyone's a suspect until your investigation determines otherwise. The clues are all around you, hidden within tricky twists and turns. You'll collect detailed information about each character in your photo album where you'll comb over every detail. You can even join a detective's club to chat and play with others or against them in the detective's league. With hundreds of puzzles to solve, you should probably get started today. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. We all have busy lives these days, and we don't want to waste a day recovering after a night out. That's why Zbiotics is the answer we've all been looking for. Their probiotic was invented by PhD scientists to tackle rough mornings after drinking. Here's how it works. When you drink, alcohol gets converted into a toxic byproduct in the gut. It's this byproduct, not dehydration, that's to blame for your rough next day. Pre-alcohol produces an enzyme to break this byproduct down. This is a proactive solution that wards off feeling miserable the next day instead of a reactive approach like drinking electrolytes or eating greasy food. Enhance your mornings with Zbiotics. Go to zbiotics.com/cbs to get 15% off your first order when you use code CBS at checkout. Zbiotics is backed with a 100% money back guarantee. So, if you're unsatisfied for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Remember to head to zbiotics.com/cbs and use the code CBS at checkout for 15% off. Thank you Zbiotics for sponsoring this episode and our good times. Tonight, the news after those bombshell bribery charges as Senator Bob Menendez and his wife plead not guilty in federal court. The rules set by a judge about his ability to travel and the pricey bond they paid to avoid jail before the trial. Here are tonight's headlines. The powerful New Jersey senator leaving the courthouse today as the calls for his resignation grow, now including the second-ranking Democrat in the Senate. In Philadelphia, this is just one of several stores still shut down after more than 100 people stole everything from iPhones and shoes to clothes. We had tonight was a bunch of criminal opportunists making an attempt to destroy our city. The American soldier who crossed into North Korea is on his way back to the U.S. after Kim Jong-un expels him. How China and Sweden secured Travis King's release. Tonight, for the first time, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs responds to Donald Trump's suggestion that he deserves to be executed for calls to China. Are you worried about your safety? The NYPD sees multiple 3D printed ghost guns from inside a home daycare center. This comes just a little more than a week after a one-year-old died in what police believe to be a fentanyl-related overdose at another daycare center. Nevada's largest labor union has voted to authorize a strike, a decision that could impact Las Vegas casinos. They're understaffing us and overworking us while they're making record profits. Millions of vehicles recalled over a fire risk. What owners need to know? Big news from the boss, why Bruce Springsteen is postponing his concerts for the rest of the year. Touchdown. Rubio's record ride comes to an end after a 371-day, 157-million-mile journey at the International Space Station. That's good to be home. (laughs) 
Good evening and thank you for joining us on this Wednesday night. We begin tonight with the scandal on Capitol Hill and a sitting United States senator in federal court for charges of bribery and corruption. Senator Bob Menendez and his wife pleading not guilty today, accused of accepting hundreds of thousands of dollars of bribes in the form of cash, gold bars and a luxury convertible. The senator was released on $100,000 bond, his wife's set at 250000 Calls for his resignation are growing, with 30 Democratic senators now saying he should step down, the latest being the Senate's second-ranking Democrat, Illinois Senator Dick Durbin. Three New Jersey businessmen who were also charged in the bribery scheme entered pleas of not guilty. We have a lot of news to bring you tonight, and CBS's Nicole Killian will just start us off from outside the federal courthouse in lower Manhattan. Good evening, Nicole. Good evening, Nora. Senator Menendez was serious and respectful in court, although at times he did crack a few smiles and consoled his wife, while more of his Senate colleagues abandoned him politically. New Jersey Senator Robert Menendez arrived at federal court, hand in hand with his wife Nadine. The couple were in the same row as they were arraigned and pleaded not guilty to three felony charges, including conspiracy to commit bribery, fraud and extortion. The senator responded, yes, Your Honor, when asked if he understood the charges against him and was ordered to surrender his personal passport. Can you continue to serve effectively in the Senate, sir? According to the indictment, Menendez and his wife allegedly accepted bribes in the form of nearly $500,000 in cash found in pockets of a coat bearing his name, over $100,000 in gold bars, and a $60,000 Mercedes convertible in exchange for his efforts to direct federal aid and weapons sales to Egypt. He's also accused of enriching a trio of business partners who also pleaded not guilty. I'm innocent. What's wrong with you guys? CBS News has learned the FBI is investigating whether Egypt's intelligence services tried to gain access to the senator through his wife. They will be looking to see how direct the ties were, if, if they exist, between Egyptian security uh, officers and the senator, how high up in the Egyptian government were these decisions being made? More than half of the Senate Democratic Caucus has called on the New Jersey Democrat to resign, including the state's junior senator, Cory Booker. Late today, Majority Leader Chuck Schumer reserved judgment. For senators, there's a much, much higher standard. And clearly, when you read the indictment, Senator Menendez fell way, way below that standard. Senator Menendez plans to address Senate Democrats at a lunch tomorrow at the Capitol. Meantime, he cannot speak with congressional staff or political advisors who have knowledge of the case. His next court hearing is set for Monday. Nora. Nicole Killian here in New York. Thank you. Well, tonight, Army Private Travis King is back in U.S. custody 71 days after crossing into North Korea. Pyongyang deported him with help from Swedish diplomats who arranged his safe return via China, where U.S. officials met him before heading to a military base in South Korea. CBS's Elizabeth Palmer has the new details from Tokyo. Tonight, Private King is on his way home, in good spirits, according to one U.S. official, and looking forward to seeing his family. King has already spoken with his mother, her spokesperson told CBS News. Everybody is overjoyed that this is a large, very close-knit family. They have been desperately worried about him. We thank Sweden and the People's Republic of China for their assistance in facilitating that transfer. He is now on his way to the United States, and we expect him to arrive in the coming hours. 
North Korea said the 23-year-old was being deported because he had illegally intruded into the territory of the DPRK, claiming ill-feeling against inhuman maltreatment and racial discrimination within the U.S. Army. Back in July, King, seen here in the black cap, joined a tour group at the demilitarized zone and then suddenly sprinted into North Korea. But that day, he was supposed to be on a plane back to the U.S. to face military discipline after an assault conviction. Now King is finally making that journey. And having been declared AWOL by the U.S. government, he may face further consequences. Why North Korea's leader Kim Jong-un decided to deport King now is a mystery, but the U.S. says there were no strings attached. We did not give them anything. We made no concessions as a part of securing his return. And Nora, the fact that China played a pivotal role in Private King's return is one more sign that it is committed to warming its frosty relationship with Washington. Elizabeth Palmer, thank you. Now to a night of chaos and violence in Philadelphia. Police say a large flash mob of up to 100 looters of mostly young people swarmed stores across several neighborhoods last night, stealing merchandise and vandalizing property. CBS's Meg Oliver reports dozens of arrests were made. They were out as quickly as they got in. Mobs of looters stormed more than 75 retail stores across Philadelphia Tuesday night, snatching anything and everything, some flaunting their stolen haul. (laughs) Police at this Lululemon store scuffled with thieves as they ran out, and a security guard at this smashed footlocker was assaulted. Our officers uh, ran around the city last night, braving danger, Um, and arresting people. So now it's time for them to pay a price for what they did. At least 52 people were arrested. Whether it be individual shoplifting, shoplifting for organized retail crime groups, or these flash mobs and smash and grabs, it's getting worse. Organized retail theft today is planned and spreads fast using social media. And the easy resale of stolen goods online often creates a scenario with high reward and low risk. In many states, laws have been relaxed so that there are fewer consequences to the individual who commits crimes. Nationwide, retailers lost $112 billion last year, much of it due to theft. Just this week, Target announced the closure of nine stores in four states due to shoplifting, setting the safety of our team and guests. Many stores also restricting access to everyday goods, keeping batteries and laundry detergent under lock and key. Many of the stores robbed were closed today. Some had signs like this one telling customers they will only reopen when they feel safe. Philadelphia police say they will have an increased presence throughout the city tonight. Nora. Meg Oliver, thank you. Tonight, another New York City daycare is the focus of an investigation into dangerous criminal activity. Police say they discovered a ghost gun printing operation inside a daycare in East Harlem. The bust comes less than two weeks after the death of a one-year-old boy inside a center suspected of being a front for a fentanyl drug ring. CBS's Adrika Duncan has the new details. New York City police say they arrested an 18-year-old and two minors who allegedly used a home-based daycare center in this apartment building in Harlem as a ghost gun lab. You got an 18-year-old in his room, 3D printer. He's not making little robotic toys. He's making guns. Investigators seized two printed pistols, a printed assault rifle, and an incomplete handgun, all found in an unlocked room inside the daycare. This is a heartbreaking scenario of 
thinking that you're dropping your child off to a place of safe haven just to find out uh, that it was a dangerous environment. The suspects are facing multiple charges, including illegal firearms possession and the manufacturing of an assault weapon. The 18-year-old's mother ran the daycare since 2021. It was last inspected by the city in February. This investigation comes nearly two weeks after a one-year-old boy died and three other children were hospitalized when they were exposed to fentanyl residue inside a daycare center in the Bronx. Yesterday, the owner's husband was picked up by police in Mexico. Officials now say they will review training practices when it comes to inspecting daycares. Who would have thought that we must add uh, to our list of inspections of do we have 3D printers that can print guns? CBS News has learned that daycare was licensed to have 12 children as young as six weeks old. When asked if the mother of the suspect who ran that daycare would face any charges, authorities would only say that the investigation is ongoing. Nora? Tarika Duncan, thank you very much. Police near Rochester, New York, are investigating a deadly crash involving a bus carrying more than 20 high school students. Police say the bus collided with a Toyota, killing the driver. The bus caught fire, but everyone got out safety. Look at these pictures. I mean, a student and an adult were taken to the hospital to be checked out. Tonight, for the first time, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, General Mark Milley, is responding to shocking comments posted online by Donald Trump. The former president suggested last Friday that the nation's highest ranking military officer deserves to be executed for communications the general had with China during the final months of the Trump administration. President Trump recently said that your dealings with China were so egregious that in times gone by, the punishment would have been death. That's right. He said that. Mm -hmm. That's correct. He is suggesting that you be punished by death, the former commander-in-chief, to his former top military advisor. Um, look, I'm, I'm a soldier. Uh, I've been faithful and loyal to the Constitution of the United States for 44 and a half years. Uh, and my family and I have sacrificed greatly for this country, my mother and father before them. And, you know, as, as much as these comments are directed at me, it's also directed at the institution of the military. Um, and there's, there's 2.1 million of us in uniform. And, and the American people can take it to the bank that all of us, every single one of us, from private to general, were loyal to that Constitution and will never turn our back on it no matter what, no matter what the threats, uh, no matter what the humiliation, no matter what. If we're willing to die for that document, if we're willing to deploy to combat, if we're willing to uh, lose an arm, a leg, an eye uh, to protect and, and support and defend that document and protect the American people, then we're willing to live for it, too. So I'm not going to comment directly on those those things, but I can tell you that uh, this military, uh, this soldier, me, will never turn our back on that Constitution. But for the record, was there anything inappropriate or treasonous about the calls you made to China? Absolutely not. Zero. None. It almost seems odd to ask this question because the former commander-in-chief seems to be calling for your execution. Are you worried about your safety? I've got adequate safety precautions. I, I wish those comments had not been made, but they were, and we'll take appropriate measures to ensure my safety and the safety of my family. We'll have more of an upcoming 60 Minutes episode on why General Milley thought those calls to China were not only proper, but necessary to avert a war. 
The summer of strikes has rolled into fall with Las Vegas culinary workers, bartenders and housekeepers voting overwhelmingly to authorize a strike. CBS's Elise Preston reports a potential work stoppage could hurt the city's vital tourism industry. Las Vegas is known for extravagance, but behind the scenes, there are tens of thousands who cook the meals, mix the drinks and clean the sweets. They filled this arena yesterday, voting to strike. We're struggling. It's not easy. 40,000 hospitality workers are ready to walk out, claiming low pay, staffing shortages and safety issues, including Norma Quinones. They don't care about us. All they care is making their own money. Of the three major hotel chains negotiating, Wynn and MGM released statements. MGM saying it has a decades-long history of bargaining successfully with the unions and calling their ongoing meetings productive. As yet another strike looms, one has officially ended. The Writers Guild has authorized its members to report back to work. Bill Maher announced he'll return Friday. Stephen Colbert and other late-night talk show hosts next week. We're also learning what's in the new deal. Wage increases, minimum staffing, streaming residuals, and protections on the use of AI. Back in Las Vegas, there's both passion and deep concern. Rent's being jacked up through the roof, but the cost of gas, the cost of groceries, the cost of electricity. So folks need a raise. Talks are scheduled for next week, and the union says if an agreement is not met, walkouts could happen in just a matter of days. The looming strike could bring the multi-billion dollar casino industry here to a standstill. Nora? Elise Preston, thank you very much. Tonight, it's T-minus three days and counting until disaster for the federal government. Unless members of Congress can come together, there will be a shutdown on Sunday. Late this afternoon, President Biden said a lot of vital work could be impacted. CBS's Scott McFarlane is on the Hill and reports that instead of finding compromise, both sides are digging deeper. So, Scott, what are you hearing? I'm talking to members of Congress all day, Nora, and they can reach consensus on just one thing. They're running short on time and running short on hope. The outlook is so perilous, the head of a major federal employees union told CBS News he's urged members to save whatever they can in money because paychecks could stop Sunday morning. An IRS worker in Chicago told us her colleagues are asking about food pantries and unemployment insurance. If the government shuts down Sunday, some workers at the federal level stay on the job, but without paychecks. TSA officers, customs officers, but if they choose to call in sick without their paychecks, there can be big backlogs at the checkpoints. This would cause delays for those who need passports and visas, small business loans. Social security checks and Medicare payments continue. But for those who need federal help to afford baby formula and food, that help could get interrupted, too. Unless there's a compromise here. But, Nora, as the night began, there's not even a hint of it. Wow, an impending nightmare. Scott McFarland, thank you. Tonight, two major recalls involving millions of cars that could potentially catch fire. We've got the details next. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too, until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. 
Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Tonight, an important consumer alert. Kia and Hyundai are recalling more than 3.3 million vehicles over potential fire risks. Federal regulators say Hyundai is recalling 13 different models from 2010 to 2015 because a brake fluid leak could spark a fire. Kia is recalling a dozen models from 2010 through 2019 due to a possible electrical short that can also ignite. We've posted a full list of the impacted models at CBS News. Big news tonight in college football. Michigan State fired head coach Mel Tucker today for inappropriate conduct. Tucker was accused of sexual harassment during a phone call with a prominent rape survivor and activist that he had hired to speak to his team. The university terminating what's left of the 10-year, $95 million contract that Tucker signed less than two years ago. Bruce Springsteen makes a major announcement about his health and concert tour. We've got the details next. The boss with a major announcement today. Rock legend Bruce Springsteen is shutting down his tour for the rest of the year. Springsteen is struggling with peptic ulcer disease. In a statement, the 74-year-old thanked fans for their support, adding that he is on the mend and can't wait to see everyone next year. No word yet on makeup dates for the postponed shows. And it's not too late to get your Powerball ticket. The jackpot now $850 million. The cash payout option would get you more than $397 million before taxes. No one has hit the jackpot since July 19th. Houston, we have a NASA record. We'll explain next. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. When you choose Organic Valley, not only will you be enjoying great tasting dairy, You'll help to save over 1,600 small organic family farms who are protecting over 400,000 acres of organic farmland and all the plants and animals that call it home. This is dairy you can feel good about. It's great tasting, high-quality organic dairy ethically sourced from small organic family farms. To find Organic Valley Dairy near you, visit ov.coop. That's ov.coop. Astronaut Frank Rubio is back on Earth tonight after setting a NASA record for the longest trip in space, 371 days. 
Rubio, along with two Russian cosmonauts, touched down in Kazakhstan at 7.17 a.m. Eastern Time. The mission was scheduled to last just six months aboard the International Space Station, but the capsule that was supposed to take him home was damaged, so his stay was extended. In all, Rubio completed nearly 6,000 orbits around the Earth and traveled more than 157 million miles. Talk about some frequent flyer miles. Well, that is tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today, or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey. Catch every episode of 60 Minutes, America's most watched news magazine show, as a podcast. Hear in-depth investigations across politics, news, and entertainment on your schedule. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus.